Welcome back, my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners. David here at Insightful Devotion. Be sure to follow us on our social media platforms for some weekly encouragement on Instagram at Insightful underscore Devotion and Twitter at InsightfulDevo1. Well, I'm so excited because God has allowed us to make it into the last month this year in 2019 and to see the last month for the end of this decade. So it doesn't matter what has happened in your life or how you feel. Remember that God has brought you this far and he is not going to leave you. His word says that he will never leave you nor forsake you. And God has given me a word that will truly be a blessing to you. Because in today's message, I'll be discussing how to dismantle the doubts in our lives. When it comes to doubting, you are not alone. But what makes us doubt? What is the root cause? This is what we are going to dive into today because it is time for us to understand that we are free in Christ Jesus and we are not in bondage. It's time for us to mature and grow in Christ and stop letting the life God has blessed us with pass us by while we mope around and complain. Instead of doing that, we should be giving God praise because he is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So before we start today's message, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now saying thank you for all the many and wonderful blessings you have bestowed upon us. God, we come before you humble as we know how, Father, asking that you would reveal to us the doubts in our lives, Father God, and that you would remove them, Lord. Help us to continue to walk in the way you have called us to walk and to do what you've called us to do so that we can be hearers and doers of your word. We come asking boldly, Father, right now that you would remove those doubts, Father God, that are taking your place where you should reside in us, Father. We know that you are our God, our creator, and Lord, we magnify your name right now, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray and say thank you. Amen. Doubt can be defined as a feeling or uncertainty or lack of conviction, in other words, to lack confidence. Doubting will tell some of the most talented known and unknown athletes, musicians, actors and actresses, reporters, preachers, doctors, and countless of others that they aren't good enough at what they're doing, which makes them doubt in various areas of their lives. In other words, they don't believe they are capable of doing what God has called them to do. You see, if we allow doubt to continue to manifest within our lives, doubts, relatives will start to stop by and visit us, such as confusion, which the devil is the author of, fear, difficulty, hesitation, uncertainty, reluctance, suspicion, problems, and that's just to name a few. However, when you set some time to the side and engage yourselves in Christ, he will begin to show you how to dismantle the doubtful experiences within your lives by allowing his Holy Spirit to usher in the things that will remove doubts relatives, such as clarity, certainty, calmness, ease, sureness, faith, and belief, just to name a few. But how do you dismantle the doubt in your life? How do you get free? How can you move past a lifestyle of doubting? Well, I'm glad you asked. Number one, find out the root cause of where your doubts reside. Just like having a root canal, getting to the root of your doubts can be painful. But once it's corrected and fixed, you'll be glad you took the responsibility by being disciplined to allow the doctor to do what is needed. You see, some of us may be doubting that you'll never have peace in your family and your mind that your child won't turn their life around for the better, the way you have raised them to. 
You're always thinking on negative thoughts and then giving life to them by speaking them into existence, such as, I don't think I can lose this weight. No, lose the attitude and the weight will follow. Well, this debt doesn't look like it's going to get out of my life. Well, stop spending money you don't have. You don't have to keep up with people when you know you don't have the money. And if the job you have doesn't cut it, start looking for another job to work alongside the one you currently have or completely find a different career path. My coworkers and I always bicker. Understand that not everybody is going to like you. But the Bible tells us we ought to continually pray for one another. That includes loved ones and the ones that get on your nerves and under your skin. So start searching your own life and realize that you're not perfect either. And although it may be the other co-worker's fault or the both of you, pray and follow the instructions the Holy Spirit will give to you in that hour. Well, I guess my health's going to keep getting worse. Nope. Use common sense and go see a doctor or a health expert and start creating healthy habits by exercising, eating healthier, making better choices, getting a good amount of sleep, and so on. If we don't stop dwelling on our doubts, no wonder why some of us are stuck and can't get our breakthrough. You see, the keys to your breakthrough are already in front of you to access right now. However, speaking doubts over yourself allows bondages of defeat to keep knocking at your door and self-pity to be your company. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Start declaring what God's word says you can do in scripture and stop allowing people, circumstances, and what happens in a moment to define your destiny. In order to dismantle the doubts in your life, the Holy Spirit will lead and guide each and every one of us individually on how we must go about doing what he instructs us to do. It's time to get free. You might be saying, well, you don't know my story and what happened to me. Well, maybe I don't know your story, but God does. And you can't allow your story to stop you from believing what God says about you. Stop focusing on what's going wrong in your life and realize that your God is bigger, better, mightier, stronger, wiser, and so much more than any doubt that will ever try to be present in your life. Number two, pray to God and leave it with him. Philippians chapter four, verse six says, do not be anxious about anything But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 through 11 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. 
and the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Another way of dismantling doubts is when we are alert and of sober mind. In order to be alert and of sober mind, we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind in Christ Jesus. It's in that moment we are able to dismantle our doubts and realize that because we believe in Jesus, we walk by faith and not by sight. That we can speak things that aren't as if they are. So although it seems you have the right to be doubtful because of all the letdowns you've had in life, really we don't. The reason being is that we serve the true and living God who was, who is, and is yet to come. The same God that said, let there be light and there was light. The same God that instructed us by letting us know, Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And that power is the same power that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above more than we can ever ask, think or imagine the power that is made perfect in weakness. So if you find yourself having a hard time getting free from doubt, speak the holy word of Jesus Christ and you will be healed because Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 says the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. That means even if you don't feel like speaking God's promises, speak them anyway. The scripture did not say if you're emotional, it's okay. You don't have to speak life today. No, because that's what the devil wants us to do. He wants to throw ungodly things to us and get us to doubt the works of our Heavenly Father by making us not believe. So before you utter another doubting thought, you begin to sing praises to God for letting you breathe and see a new day. Praise confuses the enemy. Don't give the enemy any praise by singing doubts that come from disappointments such as, I've been waiting so long for things to work out in my life. I guess it's too late for me. I guess this is my lot in life. No, the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28 through 31, do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Number three. Stay focused, walk in love, and remain hopeful and humble in Christ. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 2 through 15 says, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son? It says, my son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the Lord disciplines the one he loves 
and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you are not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of, the, of spirits and live? They disciplined us for a little while as they thought best. But God disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in his holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. Make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. So don't let that doubt control you and have you lose your focus on the plans God has for you, which are for good and not harm. Don't become bitter from doubt because we are God's children and God is love. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, we read that love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Remain hopeful by reading and meditating on God's word. Psalms number 130 verse 5 says, I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits and in his word I put my hope. Remain humble. It says in James chapter 4, verse 10, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. And as God shows you the doubts that are to be dismantled in your life, listen and obey his every word, even if it's uncomfortable, because I previously read from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who who have been trained by it. So don't give up. Don't get discouraged because God is still able to perform miracles and do things that are far better than we have ever had in mind. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you for the word that has been given to us today on dismantling the doubts in our lives. We thank you, Lord, for allowing your word to take root within us so deep that it would uproot every doubt in our lives. Lord, whether you're going to do it all at once in this moment right now, which you can, or you're going to bring us through some things, Father God, to where that doubt cannot stay. And Lord, that we realize that we must give you praise and glory and thank you that we can have a hope in you, Father God, and put our faith and trust in you. Lord, we thank you, Father God, for people getting free from bondages, Father God, from doubting that they could ever love again, from doubting that they can be nice to people, from doubting in various different things in their lives that they may be going through. Lord, we just say thank you, God. 
for allowing us to do things, Father God, you have called us to do. Lord, for your will and your glory, your way, Father. We thank you for removing a self-righteous spirit, Father God, and allowing us to be obedient to your word, your will, and your way. We thank you, God, for the plans that you have for us, which are for good and not for harm, which are for hope and to give us a future. Lord, we know that our future is bright in you, and we thank you, God, that you are removing these doubts. Lord, every time a thought of doubt tries to come in, Lord, we give you a shout of praise, Father, and we give you glory knowing that we are overcomers and that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. We ask this in your mighty name, Jesus. We pray and we say thank you. Amen. Well, I would like to extend an invitation to everyone that may not know Jesus to accept him as their Lord and Savior. And are those that may know Jesus and have turned away from him and need to rededicate their lives to Jesus Christ. It says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. I know for sure, and I can promise you this, that accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it is the best decision you will ever make. Just repeat after me and say, Jesus, I've sinned, and I realize that you died for me so that I can have life in you more abundantly. I believe in my heart and confess it with my mouth that you raised from the dead with all power in your hands. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, I believe that God has heard your prayer and has forgiven you from all of your sins, and you are made new in Christ Jesus. So continue to do your part by devoting yourselves in prayer, being watchful and thankful, as it says in Colossians chapter 4, verse 2, and get in a Bible-based church that desires to worship God in spirit and truth. And in doing so, you will see the scripture, John chapter 15, verse 4, come to pass. Remain in me as I remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So until next time, our insightful devotion memory verse this week to meditate on comes from Psalm Numbers 130, verse 5. I'll wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. And in his word, I put my hope. And remember, if you're ever in need of prayer and would like us to pray for you, if you have a praise report and would like to share it with us and it can be heard on this podcast, or even if you have a question, be sure to contact us at insightfuldevotion at gmail.com. And if this podcast has been a blessing to you and your life, share it with someone, whether it be a loved one or an enemy, sharing this insightful devotion podcast to them, because I believe in speaking the word of God in everyone's life and letting them know that God loves them. So allow God to use you by sharing this podcast today and watch God do amazing things we've never seen him do before. So I pray God's best for you and your loved ones and the plans he has laid out before you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. Amen. Stay encouraged, meditate on his word, and tune in next time as we dive deep in the word of God. I'm David, and you've been listening to Insightful Devotions.